Nice. I got a new beverage again this week. I got a lime tequila margarita in a can. 12.5% alcohol. In a 12-ounce can? can. 12 <laughs> oh ounce can. 12-ounce can. That's remarkable. How That's much did that remarkable. can cost? Oh, it was uh, $10 for a four-pack. So, All right. but for twelve percent, I mean that's pretty—that's a good deal. That's a deal. That's Does a good, it taste strong? Does it taste like a strong marg you get at a restaurant? Or is it kind of? Yeah, hit? no, it tastes like a margarita, straight up. That's pretty good. That's not bad. I put this on some yeah. ice with salt. It's, it even, it even like gives you the ingredients. They're like, we use two plus shots of tequila. <laughs> that's what it says. Two <laughs> plus, like eh, two-ish, you know. <laughs> It could be four. It could be six. And who knows? But it's Plus. more than two. So you're you're in the clear if you drink cut water lime tequila margarita. It's also gluten free and made in San Diego. And it says it's made with uh, orange lime triple sec and tequila. So oh, damn, that's like a real. That's the real deal. That's that's a margarita. What you got over there, Aiden? <laughs> I got fizzy water. Oh okay. <laughs> it looked looked kind of booze? Not this time. I guess you just went on a run. You said right. That's the best time to drink booze. I was going to say, that that seems like the best time. Yeah, you just burnt it's all the most calories. efficient, if anything. I just ate We've... an entire, like, you know how when you go to Thai restaurant, they give you easily two meals worth of food? Like, easily. <laughs> like, someone with self-control, they would be like, this is easy two meals for me. I just ate the whole thing. I was so hungry. Nice. I was like, I'm doing this. I'm going to eat the whole thing. And now I'm drinking this very high alcohol margarita. I can only imagine how many calories are in this. Probably more than 10. Probably more than a hundo. Like the good old white claw this, says. I'm excited to see how this affects your podcast mood because I feel like usually you don't eat until after we're done with the podcast, which is like 10 <laughs> at night for you. So Andrew with a full stomach, this could, I'm excited Oh, it to might see slow it. me down is what you're saying. I don't <laughs> no, know. I, I, don't think so at all. I think you're going to have, you're going to have, in, or what was it? What kind of food was it? Thai food. Thai food? You're going to have Thai food energy, man. You're going to be you just really rocking so? through I the rants. Like, I feel like I'm really spicy takes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, spicy takes. I just, I, I feel as if I'm always on, like, on one at all times when we're recording. So I don't know. I worry food would slow me down, not speed me up. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. We'll ask for listener feedback. Can we throw out some hashtags? Yeah. Hashtag Thai food slows Andrew down. <laughs> That's not even trying. It's true. How about Thai Food Express for if you think I'm more peppy than usual and baby don't tie me down if I'm if I'm if I'm lackadaisical with wow. with all my actions moving forward. And perhaps no change. Hashtag no change. The most boring option if uh you're not noticing any change at all. Everything's just the same. It's all consistent. My my intake has no output per se. There you go. There's there's some fun hashtags for the listeners. Why How about you're in that? Of the hashtags, Andrew. That was great. You're gonna inspire me to make a Twitter account. I mean, we should. If if anything, we need at least three followers. You know, the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of followers, should we talk about our fan mail? Yes. Yes. We need a fan mail noise. My, berating mail. the audience has been proven to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he's a fan. He never mentions liking the podcast, but he did email us, so I'd like <laughs> oh, to think this that is true. he's kind uh, of interested. Yeah, a Austin, listener. We could call him a listener without being yeah, a fan. That's, that's fair. That's a good point. Let's call him our listener. Our listener emailed us, Austin, the listener. He, uh, he's he got some podcast recommendations for us. Says we should listen to SB Nation. Have you guys listened to that? I have listened to SB Nation. They got some good stuff. I, I would not be opposed. It's funny because we just did a podcast talking about sports, so once we mm -hmm. want to have that conversation again, we should definitely do SB Nation. Okay. He, this sports one, podcast. he talks about beef history. It looks at historic conflict between sports personalities. That could be interesting. That? Mm, chart party gives all the data you'd ever want about sports event or historic trend. Weird rules. Looks at strange regulations in sports and a little bite-sized antidote <laughs> form. Yeah, they're all sports podcasts, but they, they all sound kind of interesting. This must be have been... No, he, he hadn't listened to our 99% Invisible episode yet, so he must just like the sports. Yes, I think he will love that episode of 99% Invisible, or the last episode we did. I want to tell you guys something I had not thought about, and this should say how bad I am at being our social media manager. <laughs> I, it came to me today in like a blinding light. It was like, Andrew, 
if we're going to be talking about podcasts and using podcasts as our format, you should follow all of them on Twitter and at them when we do their episode. So that way when people at them... No! I didn't do that once! (laughs) I didn't think about it! What are we paying you for? Nothing! I'm useless! And so I was like, son of a bitch! So 99% Invisible is the first time I hashtagged a podcast or or added a podcast. I hadn't... I just hadn't thought about it. That was my bad. That's 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 seriously my bad. I mean, I don't do Twitter. I barely tweet me. Andrew. Dude, it's only it's only our fourteenth episode. I mean, we're just getting started. That's you know? true. It's, you it, you don't know what you're doing until episode one hundred, is what I've been told. So mm-hmm. we're on track. It's we're on pace, baby. So he also mentioned, uh, yes, if we've heard of Amberlyn Reed, she's a five hundred fifty pound blogger who has become internet famous for being extremely polarizing and potentially definitely an evil pathological liar. There's like an entire cottage industry of reaction channels calling her out on her bullshit. Do you guys know who this is? No. This is interesting. I looked to me, her though. up. I looked her up very briefly and then immediately realized the cancer I was getting myself into. <laughs> if all the article headlines were like, is this the most evil person on YouTube? Like just straight up he must I don't know. I have no idea what she talks about or what evil things she's done, but uh sounds very frightening. Should this be a follow up moment? Should we do a quick it segment on because you know, like I told Reed? you guys I told you guys yeah. this I told Amber you guys Lynn this Reed. in uh, recently. I love watching a good shit show. I love watching as a third party. So maybe we should. Uh, I'm gonna write it on a sticky note. The sticky note system yeah. lives. I know. Okay, a bunch of listeners are probably gonna be like, "Hey, Andrew, remember when you said you were gonna sticky note other stuff the Nightvale people did?" Yeah, I googled it. It's nothing. <laughs> it's boring. It's nothing. There you go. Happy. There's follow up. Okay. All right. So what's her name? <laughs> it's it's Amberlyn Reed. R E I D. She's known Very as a YouTube supervillain. Super Very different from Amber Reed, who's just a rugby player. <laughs> I, I kept looking up rugby players, and I'm like, she doesn't look that big. How could she be 550 <laughs> pounds? Okay, hold on. Let's, let's, well, you know, if we're, I don't want to like get us too sidetracked here, but it's kind of the name of the no, game. No, no. I, I want to just see what she looks like. And I, this is never a fair thing to judge people by. And I don't want people to think, oh, Andrew... You're clearly judging this person by her looks. You're human garbage. Wrong. I just need perception. Oh, yeah, she's big. Okay. And I, I kind of think it's part of the image she's trying to put out because her Instagram name is Curvy Calories. So, I mean, I don't uh, think that she's going to be offended by us looking up pictures of her to figure out. Yeah, it seems you know. like uh, she's completely self-aware. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, she could. She's. I mean, she is endangering her life with this type of this type of uh, behavior so apparently people are mad because she lied about weight loss is that the i have no idea well this is why we got to look into it Wait, okay well, thank you, know, Austin, we'll, we'll, this we'll is segment tangent. material for next this time. is segment material i feel like this is our new harry potter amberlynn mm-hmm. reed <laughs> oh, oh my god god i hope not uh all right well thank you austin for that right, wonderful it's, email it's on my is did he say anything else did he compliment us uh, I didn't see any compliments. Wow. Austin. Did he insult okay, cool, us man. directly? Oh, did he insult us directly? No, all recommendations. Well, you know, screw you, Austin. We're not going to look at your, <laughs> your tidbits, your rabbit holes. Where's your five-star review? <laughs> I know. That's a great question. We'll, we won't look at your emails until we get a five-star review. You have to, yeah, you have to send of evidence it. of it. Yeah. That is so not true, don't. by the way. If you do anything towards us, I'm so happy. I love <laughs> you, like listener interaction. You don't have to do shit to get on this podcast. An email is all you got to take. A good tweet would get on the podcast. I'm just tossing that out there. <laughs> like, it doesn't take much to get on the podcast. It, it just takes some five minutes of your day. Email us. How hard is that? I don't get I still don't get it. Okay, moving on. Oh, all right. Good, good, we good. Will, I thought we, we were should, about to. I'm not going to break the listeners again. That's not fair to them because we got an email, okay? We clearly broke through to them a little bit. But I will say interact with us is fun okay we're good people all right uh, just do it okay there we go that's it thanks for the email austin that was yeah, good thanks man i like yeah. how, recommendations that's like one of the things i wanted out of our listeners by the way was being able to not have to think about what we're going to listen to and just getting it for free that's great love that because god we shouldn't decide no <laughs> no 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 uh next time we need a sports conversation we'll do sp nation 
I feel like we should come back to sports at some point. We've done it twice, like off off cuff once, on brand once. We'll do it on brand again in the future. Oh, that actually leads me into a tangent that I actually wanted to ask you about before this ever started. Andrew, what is going on with baseball right now? I keep saying there's some team that cheated, and then there was a guy that made a bunch of faces at the team that mm, cheated, and the mm. faces were really funny, but what, yeah. what is going on? Let me give you the I don't care about baseball, but I've sort of missed this on the internet uh, perspective. I don't know any of the names. All I know is the Houston Astros are dirty, lying cheaters who basically got as light of a slap on the wrist as you can get. The MLB took out their tickling feather and like tickled their the Astros' wrists, and the Astros owners went hee. That was the punishment. How do you cheat in baseball? Uh, what did they do? Uh, they yeah. had like so. One of the examples is they uh, had a uh, like a pager on, like a, essentially a pager that a guy wore under his jersey. And based on the signals the catcher was giving, they would buzz him a certain amount of times to tell him what pitch was coming for all the batters. Because it takes no effort to interpret the code of a a, catcher to a pitcher. But Mm -hmm. the point is, is the hitter cannot see it. But everyone else in the world can. So they would buzz the guy. They would buzz them like, hey, fastball incoming, like swing away or, you know, splitter coming, don't swing. So they would do that. That was one example. They would, at their home games, the Astros would hit garbage cans in their uh, um, dugouts to do something, to signal something. I can't remember, but it would be a signal for people. So there's a oh, lot of shit. illegal signaling, essentially. Just, you know, Sounds blatant cheating. like very cheating. purposeful, thought through cheating. <laughs> yes, very <laughs> like deliberate very cheating. And one of my favorite yeah. videos is a guy on the Astros. He hit a home run. And uh, I don't remember why this happens in baseball, but his teammates were like trying to take his jersey off him. I don't know if it's like a grant. I don't know. I don't know why. And he was like, "No, do not take my jersey off. Do not fucking touch my jersey." Like, and and everyone else in the world would have like taken their jersey off for this situation. And so they're like, "Why? Why not? Why not? Like, what was under there? You know?" And it was yeah. clearly like they found out. Well, it was clearly one of the buzzers was under his jersey. So, oh my god! So Astros are like dirty, dirty cheaters. And it sounds like the Astros are just bad at cheating. Like, yes, I would I'm agree. sure you could do this with a, a buzzer that no one would ever find. See, it my thing is, like, I, I feel like Inner every toothpiece or something. I feel like every team is cheating. It's just the Astros got caught. Yeah, I. It sounds like the Astros point. are bad cheaters. I think yeah. the MLB is so game. underregulated that every team is cheating a lot. I mean, think about how many people are were on steroids before they got caught, and how people are still on steroids and not getting caught. I don't know. I think if you're going to cheat in a sport, MLB is a great direction because I don't think it doesn't sound that hard. Like no offense to all the owners who really were trying to cheat out there, but it does not sound that difficult. Okay. So anyway, yeah. Why wouldn't they put that like in your shoe? Like, I don't know. Why is it, why I, is it you could hide that like a, so much better. Yeah. It's so insane now that I, I think about it. I do not know. Uh, I do not know. Interesting. But that like, was watch a James Bond movie. That should definitely be like a tooth implant or like, you know, something implanted in your femur. Come on. Uh, so I'm sure I'll get fact check fact checked on that because I didn't keep up with it at all. I just do not care about baseball at mm. all. Even during the most interesting time in baseball, which is a cheating scandal, I couldn't keep my interest up enough to pay attention. So back to uh, so I, I will I some of that might not be a hundred percent true, but that's what I heard. That was like word of mouth what I heard happened, and I think it was pretty accurate. I think I listened to it on a podcast at one point. So anyway, back to uh, what's been going on in the MLB now is people don't like cheaters, even though everyone's a cheater. And so this one pitcher, I don't even know his name. God knows his name. He was just throwing fastballs at uh, every Astros head. Just like blatantly trying to knock them the fuck out, and uh, like you know, the Astros are getting pissed because you know you're not supposed to clock people with fastballs. You could kill them. Oh yeah, I mean they have a helmet, Jeff. Relax, okay. Oh, good point. Good point. All right, all right. It's like you're throwing a hundred mile per hour rocket somebody. No, I I think you could still seriously injure someone if they were wearing a helmet and got blasted by a baseball <laughs> at a hundred miles an yeah. hour. Uh, anyway, so he was like just blatantly beaming people i guess i didn't again didn't see any video didn't Beautiful. see anything but that was my understanding and then he made people were getting pissed off at him he made that silly like oh are you gonna cry 
Are you going to cry because I throw a baseball at you? That was his face. That was the funniest professional sports face moment I've ever seen. It was really good. If you haven't seen it, I will link it in the comments. It's (laughs) so worth watching. You should. I haven't seen this. That's really funny. So that's my understanding of the whole situation. And then the MLB, and then people are pissed because the MLB is punishing that guy. But but all the fans are like, whoa, you're punishing this guy? And you're just letting an entire franchise cheat for an entire season? Probably more? With a tick, a little feather tickle on their wrist. Ooh, sorry, don't be mean anymore. Don't <laughs> cheat anymore. He, that was what the MLB did. And then they severe. I don't know what the punishment was, but they severely punished this dude for making that face and tossing fastballs at people's heads. So hmm. I generally agree. You probably shouldn't blast people with fastballs all the time. But if you got to toss would, one at the guy would every make once in a while, baseball more interesting. Okay. Yep. You want to get back into this conversation? Because I thought about that after I saw this. I was like, they full contact let, baseball. Full contact baseball in the sense of if you get hit, it's a point. It's not a. It's not a like. Uh, it's on out. A run. But you yes. Okay. Not a, but you can throw the baseball as hard as you can at people to get them out once they're off off the home plate. That's an out. You don't have to get to the base. You don't have to throw it to the base. You can just rail people with the ball, <laughs> like dodgeball. Or like kickball, like kickball. You know how in kickball you throw the you throw the ball Gosh, at people oh, with yeah, a really totally. hard rock. Yes, yeah. except now you can just rip it at people, and there's no boundaries. Like if you hit people in the head, they're out. Sorry, buddy, should have ducked. It's oh, genius. Man. You, talking about that, um, there's a Netflix documentary that's out right now that's about like different countries and some crazy sport that each of them have. And there's one in I think it's in Florence, Italy, and it's this ridiculous game where basically you have about 20 people face off and the whole goal is that there's this wide net on either side and you need to get the ball into that net super easy and the entire sport is just like punching and knocking each other out and grappling each other to the ground so that like three people can move forward and like lob the ball into the net but it's 50 minutes of just like MMA style fighting with 20 (laughs) people like a gigantic fucking brawl and these guys are ripped as fuck they look so scary oh. and they're just trying to beat people to the ground so that like some guy in the back can like run up and just like lop the ball into this thing <laughs> <laughs> this is a good sport i bet you'll have to watch amazing. it i mean oh, yeah. you need to link to that because i want to see it i've seen a 5v5 brawl breakout at a bar and i gotta tell you i've never been so captivated in my entire life that was the fastest 20 minutes i've ever lived watching it and and it was going crazy okay if anyone who lives in boulder or is a cu boulder alum or is currently at cu boulder you're very familiar with the sundown saloon aka the downer (laughs) right so i feel i wasn't going to tell this whole story but i feel like now i have to so we were there on a saturday night you know it's the time to be at the bar and my the group I'm with, there's like three of us. We go over to uh, the side of the bar because there weren't as many people, so we wouldn't have to wait in line as long. We get our drinks. And this is like unbelievable timing. I couldn't, I like, Jesus came down and was like, bless you, my child. Mwah, mwah, mwah. And I was like, oh, thanks, Jesus. What are you doing this for? And right as the lady's like, hey, uh, that's going to be five bucks or whatever a 5v5 brawl just starts breaking out in the like right next to us and we're like oh my god oh my god there's a brawl breaking out and so we kind of back up we're like okay give them some space they'll figure this out i've never seen people with such stamina 10 minutes go by these guys are going ape shit on each other just beating each other more people are getting involved and i'm just like where are these people coming from who whose side are you on i don't know what the sides are and, yeah, and if you don't you, want to jump in. You don't know what they're fighting for. Yeah, and the best part about the downer is it's in a basement, right? So the only way to get down it is there's two there's two entrances and they're both staircases down into the bar. It sounds really unsafe and it kind of is, but it's fine. So a brawl starts. A somebody they start brawling in the staircase. I mean, it's it's this is crazy shit. I was having the time of my life. I mean, looking back on it as an adult, I'm like, why the senseless violence? You know, why did you do this to each other? <laughs> But as a 22-year-old, I was like, hot damn, baby. This is crazy. And <laughs> hit him again. Hit him again. I mean, yeah. And we're like, oh, my God. Like, you know, the crowd is going. It's a Saturday night. The bar is packed. The crowd is going nuts. Anytime someone, like, lands a shot or, like, someone goes to the ground. I mean, the crowd is just so. It, there's, like, a crowd. You know, the bar is going crazy. 
So they keep going, they keep going. The fucking cops show up. Now it's like a 15-person brawl because there's five cops trying to get in the middle of these brawls. And they're like trying to break people up. And they break out the pepper spray. And that's when things got real. Yes. And we were in the front row and I was like, my eyes hurt. But I can't keep, I can't stop looking. (laughs) This is incredible. And there's the people, they were just ignoring the cops. I seriously think 10 people on PCP somehow collided at this bar and they just got in a huge fight because nothing was stopping them they're like animals they were just going crazy on each other and the cops like couldn't do anything this there was a guy who had pepper spray i mean visibly all over his face and he was taking swings he was swinging and he hit the cop and that was when the cop was like no more and like just (laughs) just decked the dude uh, onto the ground it was it was amazing and i didn't have to pay for my drink because they closed the there bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy to me just because, so the downer, you walk down like 20 steps and then you're in the basement of another building. I could like jump and hit my head on the ceiling. Yes. It's so low. Yes. And it's usually so packed that you are like dodging in and out between people. So for a brawl to break out in there, that's that's mind-boggling. It was nuts, dude. I can't imagine that there's enough room in that entire place for ten people to fight each other. Like, it's there's not enough room for five people to stand in a circle and drink. Like, well, yeah, the the crazy. crowd like backed up around them. They're like, I'm not getting involved in this. It was like a fight circle on one side of the bar. It was great. Mm. And like I said, that we were in like the front that row. Long. Like, it, I thought you exaggerated. was in 20 oh, minutes, no, but... it was twenty minutes of chaos, and the bouncers usually people think they're tough until they get hit once and then the fight's over this is what i'm saying i think they were seriously on some sort of drug because i couldn't believe both sides i mean both sides of this 5v5 brawl people were getting the shipping out of them they were just staying on their feet kept swinging kept pushing each other i was like i mean again at the time i was like this is the best day (laughs) of my entire life (laughs) right now i have never been so visibly visibly and like stimulated and entertained ever i hope this never ends. and then and then it ended and the bar closed but oh no i mean i remember it to this day i was so enthralled by this situation it was incredible yeah that's a fond memory i feel like reason. i need to see a fight like i feel like that's something i need in my life that i haven't truly experienced just a full full brawl i will tell you i don't think as an adult like now i think if i saw that happen i'd be like we're leaving goodbye don't want to be a part of this. Don't want to be involved. Don't want to see the consequences. Just want to go. Yeah. That's totally a 22-year-old with zero risk aversion. I was like, I'm in. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get another round. Let's, let's do get something. Closer. Yeah. <laughs> pepper crazy. spray, that's no problem. I've never been so close to pepper spray, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Oof. That was a fun experience to be like, ow, this hurts, and I'm not very close to them. And again, the ceiling's so low. I feel like if you pepper spray in the downer, the entire place is now full of pepper spray. Yes, that was when people started being like, we got to clear out. And the bouncers were trying to get people to leave, and no one was listening. It was... (laughs) Of course not, (laughs) yeah. It was... it was they would have been better off telling people to stay. Like, I mean, if the if they wanted to make a few extra bucks, I would just charge quadruple for drinks and just pocketed the cash if I was a bartender. <laughs> it was lasting forever, but everyone was, I mean, standstill, could not keep their eyes off of it. Yeah, yeah. How, how could you not? It's how like, could you just continue yeah. your game of pool with a brawl going on? You're like, but it's your turn. Go. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whew, what were we talking about? Oh, that sport. With that, you have a 20-on-20 oh, 20 yeah, 20 yeah, brawl. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm yeah, saying yeah. is I think I would like that sport because I really enjoyed watching that 5v5 brawl. I feel like a 20v20, I mean, we're just cooking with gas at that point. Yeah, you guys should check it out. It's, you know, they're all, they do, like, little uh, intros on most of the, like, the main fighters in it and whatnot. And they're all just like, oh, you know, this is for my honor. Like, this is for my country. And it's like, you just like to fight people, right? Like, this is an excuse for you to just, like... it's And, you know, because it's such a ridiculous sport where, of course, you're going to get hurt, they do it twice a year. So they'll have, like, one year will be the quarterfinal, and then they'll have to wait a whole another year, and then it's the semifinal, and then they'll wait another year. Because you get... Yeah, you get hurt so bad. I, it's I believe it. I bet crazy. you it draws an insane crowd. That's like football on crack. This gets good. back to the type of sport that I think people really wanted. It's the it's the gladiator game style. You just want to go in and watch people go at it. It's very yeah, it's very gladiator like, and it was started like in gladiator time, so it, it's it fits really well. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I I, I sorry. One last thing. I still stand no, that 
if society makes it, people will look back in a hundred years on all the sport we played now and being like, how barrack? <laughs> They're gonna be like, they had esports. What were they doing? Why were they playing real sports? That's that's disgusting. They were hurting themselves. How dare yeah. they? There'll be a high class society of esports lovers. Overwatch Seven will be just absolutely dominating the ESPN feeds. Man, that could be crazy. Yeah, I'd be interested. Well, who knows, man? It could happen. I don't know. I think esports are hard to watch, and I like video games. So yeah, I kind of agree. All right, let's get into. You were going to do an actual segment thirty minutes into the podcast. I was, yeah. Uh, I fumble this question every week, but I finally figured out the wording. I think I want to use for it. What? Hayden, what media have you been consuming this week? Ah, oh, nice. what media have I been Thank consuming? Is, it, is that a good word, media? I don't know. Anyway, like here's it. me fumbling it some more. Hayden, please go on. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> well, I had a long road trip back, so uh, we did several different podcasts. Uh, I listened to some Armchair Expert, which is probably one we should hit at a certain point, uh, which was some good podcasting time. But I listened to a lot of the Witcher audiobook recommend nice. you know it's pretty good i'm not sure i'd go higher than that but pretty good all right yeah but that I was got. also one of austin's recommendation was the witcher so you know we're here for our fans i guess Wait, even before a witcher we know podcast? it no it's an audiobook there's a whole witcher book series i feel like you didn't read this whole email to us what am i what else I did didn't. he say it was a long email <laughs> what <laughs> just read the whole thing <laughs> all right you're right you're right i fucked up guys <laughs> <laughs> fucked up i uh, i relinquish email control <laughs> andrew or hayden it's all you well there you go now you know that your email will be read in full by <laughs> hayden or myself moving forward jeff what media have you been gargling this last week <laughs> Ooh, gargling uh so all right this this may turn out to be very long but uh so first of all i've been reading the wheel of time series it's a 14 book series it's super long and it's really good and I just got to the 14th book and I had a small panic attack opening it because I've spent like a year and a half of my life reading these books and being really into them. And it's been like my entire personality is reading these books. And I opened this book and I was like, oh, God, what what the fuck am I going to do when I finish this one? And now I'm reading it really slowly, two pages <laughs> at a time. I might not finish it for like six months. We'll see how this it goes. Is, this, this is the same as like savoring a meal and taking really slow bites small bites i i have some kind of psychological problem where if yes. i really like something i don't want to see the end yes, of it yes yes i've also I watched was gonna say this i yeah andrew and hayden probably know this very well i i really like the show Mad Men, and i've watched every single episode except for the last one and i still kind of refuse to watch the last one and i don't know i just i don't want things to end i guess wait wait <laughs> jeff have you listened to the last episode of harmontown no <laughs> oh wait, really yeah no, I listened to the very last one, but oh, there's okay. a good 50 chunk in the middle that I haven't listened to. There's a good chunk you don't need so, to listen to. But yeah. you, here's what, Jeff, you want, you want me to tell you what you're going to do once okay. you finish Wheel of Time? Let me tell you what you're going to uh -huh. do. All right. There's going to be a month period where you're like, oh, maybe I'll try this book. No, I don't really like it. I don't like that much. And you're going to restart Wheel of Time. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but he'll restart it like right in the middle. He'll be like, oh, that yeah, one's really yeah. good part. I'm going to skip to that point. Maybe, yeah. My friend Mark, <laughs> who uh, got me into this series, along with your sister Kara, has read it like three times. And uh, yeah, they, it could happen. I could see it. Yes. Hopefully not. But anyway. No, 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 uh, no, yeah, no, so... no. There's no... Mark my words, <laughs> listeners. Mark, wait, Jeff, how long do you think it'll take you to read the... You, you tell us when you're done with the last book. Whatever okay. that is. And we will mark 30 days from that day when you say... <laughs> when you announce to us, I, I restarted Wheel of Time. <laughs> <laughs> have you oh, read Dune? So upsetting. Have you read Dune? No, I haven't read, Just read I've Dune. Not read Dune. Dune is so yeah. long. Oh my god, it's like Dune unreadable how long Andrew, it is. Have you ever reread a, a book or a series? Hell no. No? Oh, no. Not even once? Well, okay. Hold on. What is this? Is this contained to books only? Because well, I rewatch yeah, a lot of TV shows. No, 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 no. I was oh, just asking okay. books. I, no, I feel books. like that's slightly different. I've reread a few books that I've been really passionate about. I've probably read Catcher in the Rye like 10 times. Um, oh, 
Yeah, I really, I love Catcher in the Rye. It's so good. So you read Catcher in the Rye ten times, but when you you first answered, you were like, no, I've never done it. No, 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 I forgot about <laughs> Catcher in the Rye because I haven't read it in like ten years, but not ten years. How That's old fair. am I? I haven't read it in six years. I read it, I read it through at the end of college again, but I read it a lot. I remember reading it for the first time in high school. I was like, this is the dumbest book I've literally ever read. And then I read it again. I was like, wait, hold on, hold on. That's me. You know, I had one. <laughs> I'm fucking holding. Uh, it's I anyway. I don't know. I, it always spoke to me in a weird way. Probably because Holden's yeah, kind of a little fucking bitch, and I tend to be a little fucking bitch all the time. And so it just I don't know. I can, I, I don't need to get into this. Anyway, this is really interesting. <laughs> I want to read that book now and yeah, be like, yeah, I, I, I catch you in the rye, man. It's really good. It's really whole time good. I'll be like, this is Andrew. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Maybe my younger self. Yeah, a little bit of it. You know, it's 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 a good story. I like it. Well, what are you, what are you consuming this week instead of in past Andrew lives? So okay, I had a long car ride. I, I drove up to go see my family for the first time. Month. Uh, they all live in northern Colorado, so it was an hour from where I live in Colorado. And so I was like, I need a nice long podcast that puts a big old smile on my stupid face. And so I went right to Doughboys. And they're doing grocery month this month where they're reviewing grocery stores. And it's been great. I listened to the Trader Joe's episode. It was awesome. They had really good guests. I wanted, I like, I almost texted you guys and said, we got, we need to do another Doughboys episode. Cause I want to talk about this episode, <laughs> but we will not repeat. I feel like we can't repeat until like 50 episodes. 60 episodes yeah. i feel like we gotta cover a lot of episodes before i'm willing to look at us and be like we can repeat we can go back because right now there's just too many podcasts for us to validate going back yeah, to we, the same podcast as we, we haven't done hello internet second, <laughs> the second harry potter episode though <laughs> yeah you know what the, hey. the time's called for it the timing was right the timing but was yeah, right we haven't, done, we haven't done hello internet or harmontown which i feel like are podcasts that we bring up very consistently yes agree yeah but those are our like those are our mcdonald's jeff that that's the Maybe. analogy those those are our holy grail of podcasting that might be true i i still think we should do them i, yeah, I do i really really want to discuss some of the tele internet or oh, that'd be cool. or if we just oh you know what we could do we'll do it we'll do the episode of harmontown where the doughboys are on oh that'd be sick that'd be really good yeah yeah that'd, that'd be a, a nice episode. round circle right there we got to do it yeah. at some point, Jeff. You got to tell us why you've spent a per, oh, a notable percent of your awake life listening to Harmontown. <laughs> There's one Harmontown episode that I already know is the Harmontown episode that I would pick for us. And I am so certain that after you listen to it that you guys will just understand. And so once we get there, it's going to be great. I'm looking once you feel the time is right, once we get to episode 100, or we need another... <laughs> pinnacle That's achievement two moment. years from now no we're gonna do it <laughs> way before then we only record once a week yeah I, i'm not i'm not i'm not that patient like i do think this podcast has legs and we're gonna do it forever but oh my god i do i can't i can't wait that maybe, long to do harmontown maybe episode 17 17's favorite number we'll do a 17th episode harmontown episode 20 i don't know we can do whatever but we you know what when it's your turn day. to pick you, you tell us when the time is right. All right. All right. I think that'll actually work out to be 17. Huh. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough, Andrew. Yeah, Go so that boys. was it. That was the big listen this week. And then I, I, re, you know, I always listen to our podcast to boost our numbers, to stroke my fragile podcasting ego. And, of course, I listen to Binge Mode, which we will get into now. Is, that the, t is the time right? The time is right. Well, okay. Yeah, we... Hold on. Oh, boy. Cue the music. I finished the book. End segment. There's a thank you. tiny violin playing for you. I, thank should you. We, thank you. Should we, get a, should we get a recap now so we don't have to muddle it in with our podcast? Uh... Yeah, I mean, what, how do you want me to read? Like, what do you want me to do? Because I... I Thought that was a good time to bring it up because I... Okay, I don't want to get into if we're going to do this segment differently. We... Do you want me to give you a quick recap of what happened in Sorcerer's Stone? You want me to give me like the one minute recap? 
Sure. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, Harry's a baby. He doesn't get killed by some stupid guy with a big wand and, and a no nose. No one explains the nose thing. That pisses me off. He doesn't have a nose. He killed his mom. He killed his dad. Okay, Harry's some special dude. He somehow killed a giant guy as a baby. Okay, fast forward eight years. Harry's a small child and he's ready to go to high school or something? Is he 11 or 12? I don't know. He's going to high school. He's very young. That does make sense. Awful family, abusive family, gets a letter, goes to Hogwarts. Hogwarts is a magic school. They have magic there. He learns how to do magic. He runs into a troll. Trolls are bad. He runs into a mirror that shows him what he really, really wants. And it's like, uh, like he wants his family back, which makes sense because he's an orphan. Okay, fast forward even further. Exams, exams, exams. Oh my God. We didn't realize this, but there's a stone and it'll bring that guy back to life. And that's bad because he's a bad guy, Voldemort. Like, you don't want him back to life. Okay, fast forward even further. We get into this uh, enchanted force. Harry's rolling around. He's like, oh shit, there's a dead uh, unicorn. Oh fuck. Oh, the centaur. Help me, centaur. Help me, dad. And the uh, centaur throws Harry on his back. He's like, oh, you don't get it. You don't get it. There's like this, there's this guy after you. He's trying to kill you, right? That's bad. You don't want to. You don't want to die. That's who's drinking the blood. You drink the blood to come back to life. Harry's like, oh my god, I'm connecting all the dots. The dots that I couldn't connect because my little 12-year-old brain was just... It's still developing. It's still developing. And the centaur's like, stop. 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 I'm dropping you off and I'm leaving you. Okay, fast forward again. We get into the... We get past the animals. We get past the stuff. Somehow, children are able to do puzzles that are supposed to stop any wizard? Question mark? Okay, we get to the point. Voldemort, the bad guy, he's on the back of this guy's head who had no illusionary or physical properties that would make you assume it was him because the J.K. Rowling's writing ability is so good. Anyway, so it ends up being Voldemort. Somehow, the power of love kills this guy? Okay, great. Harry's alive. He's in the hospital. Dumbledore's like, nice job. Points to Gryffindor. Gryffindor wins the house cup. End of book. Done. That was beautiful. That was, that was beautiful, amazing. Andrew. There was that part, too, where all of the pro high professor wizards that are professional, like, that's what they do is be wizards, knew that the 11-year-olds were going to go try to find Voldemort, and they're like, yes. Nice. Let's have them go figure it <laughs> yes, out. Let's yes. drop some hints. <laughs> they can take him. I think they can take him. <laughs> I mean, that just let him go. Like just let him try. In the back corner. Yeah. Yeah, Dumbledore's like, oh, good, you you finally went and found him? I knew you would. You knew an 11-year-old was going to go I only, Why did you leave? What? Why did you leave? <laughs> I, never explained. Not once. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. That was a great recap. Oh, man. Thank you for that. Yeah. Are you? How thrilled are you to be done with the book? You know, uh, I, I'm, happy. I'm proud of myself to get through the whole book. You know, I didn't. I I, I joked about how I was gonna skip sections if they were boring. Didn't do that. Read the whole thing, front to back. I bet you I could slam a quiz, like if someone hit me with only quiz a quiz that could only be quizzed on information from the first book. I feel like I'd get a hundred plus. Yeah. yeah. If there's an extra credit gonna... section, I get that too. <laughs> Are you gonna read the second book? I don't know. I really wish we had listener feedback <laughs> on this. I have the second book. In hand, ready to go. Do I read? Can we it? get a hashtag? Can we get a hashtag? <laughs> uh, hashtag. Torture Andrew forever. Tickly torture. Wait, hold on. What's the second book called? Chamber of Secrets. Uh, yeah. Into Andrew's chamber for if you want me to read the next book, and uh, Harry Pitts if you don't, because I don't want no none of those Harry Pitts, Andrew. That's there you go. Pretty that, good. Pretty good. Okay. I personally want you to read the second book. I could do this segment for the rest of my life, but we'll, uh, <laughs> See, we'll leave it to the listeners. All the feedback I've got, all the live feedback I've got is people saying keep doing Harry Potter. I want more of yeah. that. Yeah. But suddenly we're not, not tangent really quests, we're tangent quests featuring Harry Potter. I guess <laughs> uh, this is what happens, right? Podcasts they stumble into segments and you just you just do it. Right? This is our plane crash corner, man. I just we can't let it go. <laughs> I mean, people seem to like it. I don't know. I I don't know why. I've re-listened to it and I'm like, oh boy. So you don't like our podcast? No, no, I love our podcast. But whenever I get into Harry Potter, I feel like I sound like a little little bitch boy about reading a children's <laughs> book. You know, like it's not hard. It really is not hard. It's not like I was torturing myself to read this book. I'll just keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. There's no reason for us not to. We've gotten, we've only received positive feedback about it. But if you don't like yeah. it, first of all, tell us why and just and email us. Tell us, give us your feedback. Tangent.quest.podcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at tangentquest. How hard is that, huh? 
It's not. I feel like if Allie's listening right now, she's already sent us like five emails. Like we're 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 done with the segment. But we'll see if anybody other than Allie <laughs> decides to to weigh in. But yeah, anyway, we listened to we, we this is a Harry Potter themed podcast. Apparently, we listened to Binge Mode Harry Potter. Uh, Binge Mode is a larger podcast where they do a bunch of different stuff. But for this, for this, they just did Harry Potter. They describe themselves as jump on your broom and join. Oh man, they're so corny. Jump on your broom and join the Ringers, Mallory Rubin and Jason Concepcion as they take their signature deep dive into Harry Potter, covering all the books and movies as well as extended Harry Potter universe. And yeah, they have this podcast format where they'll read about five chapters at a time. They do a quick summary of the chapters they read, and mm. then they do like a very, very deep dive quick. into each of the chapters. Then they, sorry, then they do a deep dive okay. chapter by chapter, and they like they talk about not just that book, but like the entire Harry Potter universe and how like those different segments fit into the entire series. And then they do this thing where they pick seven things that they like a lot about it. They call them insights and observations, and the two of them dig into those, and then they sometimes decide on, like, a theme for those chapters and talk about the theme, and it's, like, an hour and 15 minutes, super deep dive into Harry Potter. It's, you've got to read all of the books, know all of the the movies, <laughs> dig into it. If you could see Andrew right now, his head is cradled in his hands, and I think he's going to have an aneurysm, <laughs> but that's the description. Oh, my God. Know, Andrew, do, you wanna, just... do you want to take us away? <laughs> You want me to take us away? I don't know if I do, but oh, I feel like man. you're about to explode. I no, I'm not. It's just okay. I I don't know where these people get off. Let me <laughs> on Harry Potter. Oh, well, literally on Harry Potter, <laughs> I but clearly nowhere. <sighs> Sorry, what did they call their like? In the description, they used a word that I really hate. Hated. It was like their signature description of Harry Potter. Is that what they called it or something? Their signature deep dive. That's fuck you like <laughs> what you're oh we 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 go we signaturely it's like a our signature how how we analyze this children's book it's very cool and, and we're very very cool shut up all right i like i how i just described the podcast i we should call that the the tangent quest signature deep dive the the T, the the T Q S D signature andrew rant here we go yeah. Okay. So let me. Well, I, I'm gonna try to be really fair. First of all, I want to know if you guys heard this at all. Doesn't the guy in the podcast? I forgot. I, I for, forgive me. I didn't memorize their names. The guy in the podcast. He Jason. sounds like Ryan Ridley. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. So Jason that was weird. Concepcion. I could. I could see him sounding like Ryan for sure. Okay. Here's here's what I I liked. I like it when people are happy, and they are very happy doing this pod so i was like this is good i'm glad they're very much enjoying themselves static yes they i i didn't know one could love harry potter like that (laughs) i was astonished at the level of passion for harry potter i was astonished at the level of the pedestal that they put jk rowling on I mean, they call her JKR. They talk about her like they're best friends. And, like, their best friend came up with the greatest book ever. And we just love each other. Like, we go shopping with JKR. She's the best. She uses basic literary forms. And it blows our minds. Basic literary techniques that I learned in fourth grade just blow your tits off. Like, basic illusions and basic foreshadowing. Oh, my Lord. It was... They were just... I mean, at one point... I, I almost died. Uh, so I let me be specific at the episodes I listened. So we did uh, last chapters of Sorcerer's Stone. Did you guys both do the, that episode as well? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then I tried to get through, I always try to give things two episodes, and then I tried to get through the Sorcerer's Stone movie episode as well. Because I was curious oh, I on their take on one. the movie. So I couldn't handle how they talked about J.K. Rowling. Like she was some sort of literary Jesus who blessed them with this book like she came down and like did what jesus did to me during that brawl that bar fight it was like mwah, mwah, here you go mwah, sprinkles you know it was like that's that's how they feel she that's what they feel like she did to them is she came down from her british castle i was like mwah, mwah, mwah. there you go harry potter oh did i did i forget to build the world too, too much don't worry i got a convenient solution for that mwah, goodbye <laughs> 
it was. I mean, I, I'm not going to ding them because they do an excellent job. It's a super well-edited podcast. It's a super high-quality podcast. This is the thing. This is why it's hard for me to talk about this because I just disagree with so much of what they say. Anytime, like, anytime something remotely clever happened in the book, Mallory would be like, typical JKR. Typical JKR. And the guy would be like, hell yeah, typical JKR. She's so fucking talented. Holy shit. <laughs> Like, and then they'd be like, they'd be like, she's like Tolkien. She's like Tolkien and George R. R. Martin had a kid and that's her. They never mentioned. No, Tolkien. I know. But that's like how they talk about her <laughs> like, and, they, and they, how they're like, they're like Harry Potter and, uh, and, and, uh, song of ice and fire. I mean, same books, same books. <laughs> like, I, like I, it's not, I'm, I'm being an asshole. That's not how they actually sound or what they say, but that's how, that's like what I was hearing in my arrogant head. The whole time, I was like, why are you comparing these very different quality books? I'm not saying Harry Potter is low quality, but... <laughs> they they gave... They they loved it so much, they loved the things we didn't like with it. There was a great part in the first episode mm -hmm. where they said, other fantasy series, you know where they go wrong? They have too much exposition. They explain too much. <laughs> too much of a world. Oh, I remember that JKR, part too. Yeah. JKR knows how to tell a story. She lets the audience build it themselves. <laughs> I, I, they're just I covering her shortfalls. That's a toxic relationship. I listened to that part and was like, I know if Andrew heard this part, he would be losing his shit. I I wanna I wanna interject here real quick and give it a, like a few compliments just to like I. So I listened to the I listened to all of the Harry Potter Sorcerer's Stone book episodes. There's four of them, and they are they are very corny. They are extremely corny, and I think it's almost a little. I like. I honestly think there might be a script to it because sometimes it kind of feels like they they've got like some pre-written jokes. I had the same comment. Like, yeah, yeah, their jokes had no in. comedic timing at all. So either they're robots or it's scripted, and I think it's scripted. But as as far as um like the the three places where I think it went really well is so they do do a really good job of you know Harry Potter's this gigantic universe there's this potter more book that's kind of like the samarillion for harry potter and there's all the movies and whatnot and they do do a really good job of like every chapter if there's an easter egg that was dropped or some kind of foreshadowing like they call it out and like bring it into this whole picture kind of deal which i thought was kind of cool like you know i haven't read the books but i've seen all the movies and hearing like oh yeah this thing that you're seeing now you're gonna see again five books later and like this is why it was important here that was kind of cool i really did like Jason had all these jokes that actually I thought were really funny about McGonagall being like an insider trader on um, Quidditch betting and like NCAA <laughs> breaking the rules to get Harry Potter into Quidditch earlier so that she could like make more money on her betting and like breaking all the rules so that she could like, I don't know, do all this stuff and show favoritism. And I feel like at least he calls Harry Potter out on their shit here and there. But it's really funny because... Anytime there's something to compliment, they're like, like you're saying, they're like, oh, JK wrote this like wonderful thing. Like, this is a great thing. But then anytime there's something that's very questionable, they're like, oh, and here the story is kind of weird. Like, oh, Harry's getting like he's playing this Quidditch match and this, you know, sorcerer is trying to take him down. But isn't he surrounded by other wizards that could be helping him? Like, why is no one doing anything to help him? The story is just strange there. And they don't blame JK a touch. They just you know, mention it as part of the story and move on, which is definitely some favoritism. That's what but I mean. They they I, protected I think J.K. Was, Rowling too much. Oh, for sure. But I think if if it was a if this was something you loved, like if I don't know what fantasy you loved, Andrew, but if it was Catcher in the Rye, wouldn't you think that this would be a good podcast for you to listen to for Catcher in the Rye? Because they take whatever you love and they love it with all of their fucking hearts. And yes. like, we'll find yes. every compliment that they can give it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was what I was going to add to the end of my negativity was this positive slope of, excuse me, margarita burps. Um, but this, this, <laughs> if you like Harry Potter, if you're on the side of the spectrum that's opposite of Andrew, on the scale of Andrew to J.K. Rowling, if you're closer to J.K. Rowling, you're going to fucking adore this it's silly. It's fun. It's a totally easy listen, by the way. I mean, completely brain off, just having a good time listen. And they nail it on the head. They do a really good job. Like I said, it's really high quality. And it's clearly scripted, which I don't 
it doesn't hit i don't love clearly scripted podcasts clearly yeah. night Vale really didn't do it for me but this one didn't do it either <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it was just uh i like I don't know. I, I felt like an intern was writing their jokes and I was, I was, I had my hand, I was at work and I had my hand in my, I, my head in my hands so many times <laughs> listening to this podcast. Yeah. I was like, why are you doing this to me? Why? They do so many corny Harry Potter jokes. Like almost every episode, someone says, choo choo all aboard the Hogwarts Express and you want to die a little bit on the inside. <laughs> also, like, they know their Jason, audience, right? Yeah. Jason's the dude, right? Yeah. Anytime he did Hag- Haggard's voice or Hagrid's voice, like, dude, stop. Just <laughs> I stop. thought it was great. I, I like his voice. I was like, voices. dude, I was, like, was going to note it. his voices is one of the advantages. I, really? Because I, I thought it was agree. so. Uh, oh, you know what the problem is? I have a, I have the voice of the actor in my head, and I'm like, dude, you're not, you're not doing him any justice here, buddy. I don't know. It bugged me. It bugs that's me. Fair. I don't know. I'm allowed to. That's fair. That that's a totally biased thing. Again. It wouldn't I, like you two loved it. I'm sure most people thought it was really funny, right? But yeah. these people, they they know their audience, right? They're oh, going to yeah. make the corny Harry Potter. Like no one goes and listens besides us. No one goes and listens <laughs> to in depth binge mode Harry Potter unless they just fucking love the series. Absolutely. Can you imagine reading a book and being like, "That was pretty subpar. Better dig into this 15 hour segment <laughs> of this book in detail." Yeah, only in this circumstance. You're right. You know, you remember that story I told you guys of that time I was trying to go to a movie and that Harry Potter was being released at midnight and the people playing fake yeah. Quidditch on their stupid broomsticks got out in the way of my car and I was like about to kill people with my car on accident. These are those yeah. people. These these two were probably two people I almost hit with my car. That That's them. And so if you fall into that demographic, this is a great podcast. It is really... I will compliment them on their ability to string together all the books. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. You know, that's that's pretty good stuff. That's that's a good insight. Clearly, masters of Harry Potter. Also, at the end of the episodes, though, they say, thanks to our researcher, they have a researcher on staff. Okay. But, like, I don't right. doubt that. Those research bits were so in-depth. They were looking up, like, the etymology of these different Harry Potter things and being like, Oh, in the second edition board game of Harry Potter trivia, we find (laughs) (laughs) it was insane. Yes. Good point. So, all right. It's, they did a good job. I had a lot of critiques of not them necessarily, but the book. Right. Sure. And I disagreed. I think I, I will criticize things that I really like because that's just fair. I love the Denver Broncos. I, I've probably been, the biggest shit talker of the Denver Bronx. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I've seen them win a super bowl. I've seen them go two and 14. All right. I've seen JK Rowling use basic foreshadowing. I didn't jerk her off for it. I, I just, it's, it's just crazy to me that they can't say, you know, clearly she didn't build the world enough. Right. I mean, she, there were yeah. holes in the story and that's okay. Cause she find found ways to cleverly fill them. But there are definitely problems here and there. And it's okay to say that. There's nothing inappropriate about criticizing things you love, right? I just, I hate it when people get into this, like, circle jerk mode where I they can't get their brain to do anything but positive reinforcement, which is this. If you got, I mean, the, the listeners can't see me, but I'm making massive jerk off motions. <laughs> Overall, you know, though, I, I don't want to get to my yeah. final thoughts yet, but I mean, like, I, I was... Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised. I'll say that. Would you, would you trust them for like they do a Game of Thrones binge mode? I so I, think you I like was, Game of Thrones, right? I yes, I'm. A, I I would give them. I would for sure give them a go on Game of Thrones because I think they would be, still be super good off, at it. Like you're saying, yeah. yeah. I'd be super interested if they on the the very last episodes if they also gave a shit on it or if they were like, yep, good all the way. I secretly think that Jason sees all the plot holes and just is not allowed to talk to him. Because there's a lot of time where he's just like, yeah, and then that happened. It didn't make a lot of sense. And then they just leave it. And then How do you just... get into Gringotts with just a, a note and Dumbledore was there? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The, there's, uh, there's a lot of plot holes he brings up and then just. They, 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 the audio engineer hits the pause button and says, are we going to do this again, Jason? Are we fucking going to do this again? <laughs> We're pandering. Pandering. Pander harder. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. 
and tell JKR how good she is at foreshadowing. Okay, shut up, Jason. All right, I'm going to hit play, and you're going to have a big old laugh with Hagrid's voice, okay? All right. I'm, you're, you're a thin icy little bitch, and then they hit play. And that's the way it happened many times. I agree with you, though. I think he clearly... I noticed that too. I was like, "It's weird because like I, you can I can hear them getting to the point where they're gonna say the things that I would say, and then they just drop it." And I was like, "I don't know. Yeah. Don't do that. Talk about it. It's okay to do that. Every book has issues. Every story has issues. It's okay to talk about it." Totally agree. I I we don't have to talk about this, but I find it really funny you didn't like the voices because you do a Twitch stream where you play a video game and you do voices for every character. And so I thought if there was one thing that you would have liked about it would be that he like he did different voices for different characters, which I would they, they were all really stupid voices, but they were pretty. I thought they were kind of funny. The only voice I didn't like was the Hagrid one, to be fair. Oh, OK. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. you're right. I do do. I do do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do voices for like, for example, we're playing Paper Mario, the Origami King on my and I do. It's all text. So I do voices for all the characters. They're not good voices, so I totally see that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who click on my stream, hear my voice, and like, goodbye, because they can't handle it. But there are people who really like it. And I think I'm in a minority of who didn't like his haggard voice, obviously, from this survey. Um, but again, I have a voice in my head when I read Hagrid in the book and from the movie that I'm like, stop. That's his voice. <laughs> Just use your normal voice. You don't have to pretend to be That's him. Fair. He's a 10-foot totally ogre person. Well, should we get to some final thoughts? One last thing. Can we All do right. some complaining first? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm like, sorry, Hayden. If you didn't complain, please get get the get the jabs in. Well, let me tell you a complaint. I don't like how they did this theme thing. What was that? Yeah. What was that? Yeah, I didn't love that either. And this really exemplifies how courage Harry had because he kept breaking rules, you know, and doing the stuff that was putting him in immediate mortal danger. I mean, that's just courage, like. He's just so bold. And J.K. Rowling wrote him into a hole, and he got out of it. It's amazing. Courage. What the fuck? I I was, like, lost for words. I was like, can you really dig? Can you fish that deep into Harry Potter for that? I kind of agree. Because I feel like that's just a general trait of protagonists, right? They did that in every, every series. I think one of them I remember was Longing they were looking at the mirror and you know he was looking for family and i i kind of agree i kind of just felt like you know they're just kind of like digging at it that it seems like a stretch yeah it seemed like a stretch didn't seem like it was adding much it was mostly like can we put this in yeah i didn't love it yeah i think that was my biggest genuine complaint otherwise i think overall honestly overall i thought this podcast was good hayden what complaints did you have my complaints are less with the podcast i just had like some questions about harry potter that i did you take a look at their money system when you were reading through? Of course, they, I they did. have twenty nine nucks to a sickle, and then seventeen sickles to a galleon. I just imagine ever doing math with with yeah. wizard money. Let, let me tell you something, Ranger. That's what we call a classic uh, financial barrier to entry to keep poor people down. Uh, <laughs> clearly, the wizarding world is a ruthless, capitalistic. Uh, I would say fascist leaning society. And I mean, they, they want poor people like the Weasleys, which is why they're in the books. Hayden, if you'll notice there, uh, JK Rowling is actually making copy on how the poor are treated in British JKR. society. J- JKR. Excuse me. JKR. I mean, really, I gotta just, I gotta give JK a little HJ right here because she <laughs> really, really took the current socioeconomic <laughs> policies and existence <laughs> of british citizens and really i mean just embedded it in harry potter and she was making <laughs> a really big comment quarter. because math is hayden math is fucking hard right i mean do imagine trying to do multiples of 29 you can't do it hayden jkr knows poor people are stupid and that's why she was like look i was poor i was dumb as rocks and the wizarding world is just a giant massive commentary on the socioeconomic policies that have forbidden Poor British people from being wizards this entire time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the best rant so far. I, I, don't you think they should bring me on the podcast? That's how easy it is to jump into a level of depth that makes J.K. Rowling sound like she knows what she's talking about. 
Let me give it JK a quick hand HJ here. <laughs> I barely heard what you said after that, in all honesty. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Um, what else, Hayden? <laughs> okay, point. okay. Yeah. Uh, last plot point, and I know this is a bit of like that, that annoying thing where you could do of looking in every detail and picking out plot points that don't make sense, but just bear with me. So in the end, they made it through all the challenges. They made it past the chests and the, the giant three-headed monster and everything. And they get to the, the mirror. And at the very end, Voldemort and Quirrell can't get through the mirror. And the only reason they get the stone from the mirror at all is because Harry shows up. So if Harry had just stayed in bed and, and slept and taken his exams, all the challenges would have worked perfectly and he wouldn't have been able to get the stone. Am I missing something here? No, no, that's 100% correct. I had that commentary as well. It's like, <laughs> if they would have just been stuck in that room for eternity. The last one worked. You had to be pure of heart. Like, that, that, but that was easy. It. Done. And then, and then Dumbledore, and then Dumbledore knew that Harry was going to go down there. And then he awarded <laughs> seems, him points. It was like, it good seems job. like they're putting him up for a fight. This is like a chicken fight. You know, they're just throwing him in the ring together and seeing what happens. All right. She was simply saying that Dumbledore knew Harry was going to face this at one point. He was getting him ready while Voldemort was at his weakest form. So Harry needed to face him at all levels of his ability. So he was constantly getting ready. That's why Dumbledore set him up for that. Then, why Why did Quirrell have to use his hands? Why did he have to use his hands? <laughs> he kept burning his hands. Use your wand, dickwad. I don't... <laughs> where did it go? Oh, jeez. When I was reading the book, you remember when I started the book, or before we even... One of the first times we talked about Harry Potter, I was like, it's kind of bullshit how the lessons JK, JKR is trying to teach kids is friendship and hope and happiness it'll just take down any evil that comes at you and then you know i started reading the book i was like okay maybe i was wrong about that and then at the end of the book she was like your mother loved you so much that it hurt bad people blah, 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 blah. it's like I, oh, what that's what hurt bad people no magic just bullshit i i'm not saying that love is bad but it, what would what, what if jk rolling said this in her final breaths, she, like, enchanted you with, like, all of her, like, energy, and that came from all of her love and blah, 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 but that that spell took every last bit of her life out of her to seal you up. Isn't that what they do end up saying? Oh, is it? No, because they I just said, like, oh, I... she just loved you a lot, and Voldemort's a bad guy, and so that just, blip, 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 clash, 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 good and evil. You know how this, it goes, Harry. Put this on the sticky note, Andrew. Put it on the sticky note. Right. But I thought in a later movie they like explain it as like a love enchantment. If it is, I missed like a the pretty book. good one. Like you yeah. could just give that to almost everyone. Like yeah, everyone. Gets, Aren't we matchmaking um, people? Finding the <laughs> yeah. best, you know, best couples. Love magic. Take them down. Yeah, and why aren't all parents doing this for their kids? Uh, Great question. Do you hate your kids? <laughs> Let's get to final thoughts, dudes. I feel like we final thoughts. I feel like we've massacred another son of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so at all. Uh, Hayden, you want to go first? Yeah, I. You know, I like Harry Potter as a story. I love picking out the plot holes, and and, and you know, I think it is limited in its universe for sure. But as a story, I liked it, and I like this podcast about it. I like listening to them. They were like, they they hit that vibe of being friends that are in my ears that I can listen to. And I would give it 9 out of 10 listenability. But I would also give it 9 out of 10 corns. Very corny. I'm, I'm not sure I could hang with it forever. Fun to listen to, but I'll, uh, in the right settings. It's a great scale you just made right there. 9 out of 10 corns. What about you, Andrew? So on the scale of uh, <clears throat> whatever we haven't decided to bottom to Roman Mars, this is very close to the bottom for me. I'm sorry, they are not radio voice people. They're not. I don't love their voices. I'm sorry. That's a public... That's not like... It's not like they can change it. It wasn't awful, but it was closer. It was not not near Roman Mars for me. Uh, as far as listenability to go, listenability, super listenable. Easy listen. Do whatever you want. I mean, driving, sitting at work, uh, uh, anything. I mean, put it on. You're good to go. You don't have to listen to every section. 
you don't have to you can miss a whole lot of minutes if you're zoning out and you'll still be right in the game and if you love harry potter this is your podcast if you need i get why Allie likes this podcast because mm-hmm. she was probably listening to him like yes i had these thoughts thank you <laughs> right and i'm not i'm not being mean to Allie. i'm just saying like i get that thought process like i want to hear people talk about something i love on an in-depth level unfortunately i don't love harry potter so this was not that podcast for me but if you do love harry potter and somehow you have made it through to this point you will love this podcast a lot (laughs) it's honestly i mean it's corny but they're corny intentionally again it's scripted it feels scripted it didn't feel natural at any point to me but overall it's it's a quality podcast well done well produced well researched and it fits a niche of people who are probably very happy to have it and it's something if you're just like i want to revisit harry potter you can do this instead of going through all the books let's say you don't want to watch the movies you're in the car or whatever great way to get that nostalgia without having to actually interact with the actual books or the movie so Overall, I mean, it was great. I mean, they were great. I just, I, I can't handle anyone who can't criticize something they love. It's yeah. okay to do that. It's okay to have criticism of things you're passionate about. With an ounce of, of salt, you know, like, you don't want to be like me with the Broncos when they're losing. It's That's not healthy. But it, when it's okay to be like, you know, everything wasn't put together at this point. She, This was her first book. She was getting her shit together. That's okay. You can say that. Anyway, that's it. Overall, good job, All right? Yeah, I I thought it was a great podcast. Like you said, really well produced, really well researched. I love listening to nerdy people talk about the nerdy things they love, and that's what this podcast is. If they did a Wheel of Time version of this podcast, I would go insane for it. I think that they would do an awesome job. I didn't like that it was kind of scripted. Their corniness was just like a little too much for me. Like It was just like a little cringy, but... Some people love corny jokes, and if you like corny jokes, then holy shit, you're going to love this. Overall, great podcast. Highly recommend. Uh, it's a good time. What are we listening to next week, boys? I've got a lot of options. I think it would be fun to do the Enormal cast because I want to I wanna listen to Andrew rant about climbing more. Talk about a guy <laughs> with a Roman Mars-level voice. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I it's think not Roman would... Mars-level, but it's good. If it's going to be a Hayden pick, that would be a good Hayden pick, honestly. So if we're doing a, that, let, yeah, let's do a normal cast. That would be great. There's a Taps Ew. episode that would be good. And then I've got like some specifics I can recommend. Episode six and seven with Hayden Kennedy, as well as episode, episode 200 of the Taps, because that's just got some really funny bits that I can't wait to get your guys' opinion on. All right, it's 190, episode 190. I can't wait to use all my knowledge about this subject. It's going to be great. Oh, man. And episode 190 is an hour and 40 minutes long, so Andrew, get strapped in for some climbing knowledge. Oh, boy. Hot damn. Is that too much? (laughs) Oh, I I might not make it through it, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Taps for sure, but that's not a standard episode, so the others are more standard. I don't know what taps are, and I can't wait to find out is my response. I think you'll like the taps one. They're kind of funny. Yeah, I, I thought that would be a good, even though it's non-standard, a good episode for you guys to chat about. Great. I can't wait. I like exploring things I don't understand. I'm a very well-rounded person, guy. That's why we did this Harry Potter episode, because we're, we're all well-rounded. We're very good at bettering ourselves, right? I do do. <laughs> <laughs>